the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. If you're on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss and my good friend and mentor, uh, Mr. Smith. He's with us again, and he's going to be talking about the subject of divine guidance. Divine guidance. How are you doing, Mr. Smith? Very well. A lot better than last week, Pastor Moss. I was ready to go and picked up the phone to call the studio, and the phone was dead. (laughs) We had a big storm the day before. I'm telling you, that was a big storm here, perhaps the biggest I've seen since I've been here, Uh 1975. We had butternut trees growing in the front yard, and the wind was so strong that it blew the butternuts off the trees, and they struck the, our steel roof, and it sounded like we were being shot at. <laughs> Man, that, that really is something. Now, we have yeah, our share was, of uh, rain and wind, but not that bad. Yeah. And it blew one of our big trees down again and blocked the way to the beehives at the back, and the Lord really answered prayer before we even had a chance hardly to pray. And we have a friend that comes out here to hunt for deer, and he came here and he saw the tree down so he got his chainsaw out and cut it all up for us and stacked it neatly and cleared the way so that was a real blessing <laughs> yeah. much too too heavy for me now that i'm my age <laughs> <laughs> well it shows Chris, you that providence is still working and the lord still works <laughs> that's right that's right and so well it's good to have you here and um uh, uh definitely uh, it's, uh, it's good to talk to you about uh, uh, things, uh, guidance, uh, that particular subject, divine guidance, which is uh, what we're going to be dealing with uh, uh, today. And, Mr. Smith, I think uh, to talk about that is so important. Uh, I have a lot of people 
at church who asked me about their gifts. Uh, when am I going to find out uh, what gift I have or how God is going to use me? And so uh, that, is, that also is another subject that involves uh, divine guidance. So, so uh, what can you tell us about divine guidance today? Well, in answer to the people in your congregation asking that question, Pastor Moss, I can give the answer right off the bat if you'd like. Sure. If you, if you want to answer to know what gift you have, you know, there's a Romans chapter 12, and there is a literary structure there, as I pointed out the last time when we were talking about guidance, and for each gift that a person has, there's a caution or a recommendation as to what to watch out for. And remember, we walk through a number of those, and uh-huh. if you use that as a kind of template, that can pinpoint pretty well what your gift is and what your problem will be because you have it. <laughs> and, uh, so that's that's a quick answer. Uh, if you want to dig deeper into it, just use the new Treasury of Scripture knowledge and turn to Romans chapter 12, I believe it's verse 8, and start there, and it'll take you right through the chapter. And, uh, All right, so it brings down uh, So that, that should help any of those who are, like, uh, uh, waiting on their ministry, huh? That's right. And it really comes up with the biblical answer, Pastor Moss, and that goes right into the subject of divine guidance, which is my topic today. And thank you so much for letting me be on your program. I think I'm the only English teacher in the world that gets invited by a former student who's now a pastor to be on his program. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they don't know what they're missing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that could be. So let me run down these things quickly, see how far I can get. And for everyone who says, Mr. Smith, you're going too fast, how can I keep up with that? Well, the answer is you go to www.realbiblestudy.com, and you look on the right-hand side where it has categories, and then below that it has archives. And it's a column on the right-hand side, every page of the site. And you just simply scroll down to October of 2017, and you click on that, just like I just did. And the article that I'm basing my, my comments today on will show right there. It's titled Divine Guidance. And I think I mentioned a, a time or so ago that I developed this and wrote it as a selection, I call it, because I had different lessons that kids used in my classes. And and one of my wonderful students, Tamika Lucas, asked me about the subject. And I said, well, I'll make a selection for you, special for you, Tamika. And I did. And I posted Uh that selection here. And the kids asked me in the class, I said, Mr. Smith, do you know that that uh, she's a good singer? I said, no, I've never had the privilege of hearing her sing. And she said, well, will you let her sing now? I said, sure. So the whole class stopped what they were doing, and Tamika <laughs> sang that song, and I'm sure you know it well, uh, His Eyes on the Sparrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I will never forget her voice and how beautiful it was in that little teeny cramped classroom, but it was a real blessing. But anyway, just as a subject of divine guidance that I shared with her. 
The first category is sources of true guidance. And in the New Treasury of Scripture Knowledge, I've keyed that to 1 Kings chapter 13, verse 9. And the sources that I list there are the first one, the written Word of God found in the Bible. And that is keyed to Psalm 119.105, for example. The second point as a source of true guidance is God speaking to us through our thoughts. And a good verse that is listed there for that is Proverbs 4.23. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And there's many other verses that tie in. I just read that one now for the sake of time. Thoughts, though, must be tested as to their source. And if you read Acts 5.3 as an example verse, but Peter said, Ananias, why hath Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? So there's a case where it was a bad source. And thoughts may be correct and good, but thoughts may be evil. And for each of these points, I have a lot of verses on the list, and you can just go to my site realbiblestudy.com, look in the archives for October 2017, and click on that, and you'll get right to it. And if you own a new Treasury of Scripture knowledge, uh, you can find that there, too, under 1 Kings 13.9. And I'll tell you a little secret, Pastor Moss. I just learned yesterday that the publisher is considering printing the new Treasury of Scripture knowledge in book form again. So wow. we thank the Lord for that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That is good. They sent asking me for some information, and I shared it as quickly as I could. But see, I, I like and even diet, I think, is where we left off last time when I was talking about some of these things may affect our judgment. And yeah. that goes to Isaiah seven fifteen and 22, and that was a thought that was shared to me by my friend who's now gone to be with the Lord, Leonard Berry. He was in the Lamplighter class at Covenant Baptist Church on Seven Mile years ago. Then sometimes circumstances can be a source of true guidance, but there you've got to be very careful. Now I'll mention that I found an interesting note in the new treasury in the original treasury of scripture knowledge and there are notes in there a lot of people probably haven't noticed they're there I included them in the new treasury and here's the note that's given at first uh, Samuel 14:15 where it says in the note God will in some way or other direct the steps of those who acknowledge him in all their ways and seek unto him for direction with full purpose of heart. Sometimes we find most comfort in that which is least our own doing and into which we have been led by the unexpected but well-observed turns of providence. That's quite a note, isn't it? I'm telling you, it really is. It really is. And I'll bet you nobody who uses the original treasury even knows it's in there. Well, well actually... You used earlier that's still on my mind. When you went to Acts 5 and 3, where it says, uh, fill thine heart. So there it says that uh, uh, now uh, bad things can come from the heart, but we're the ones responsible for letting it in our heart or in our mind. That's right. That goes right to Proverbs 4.23 that I shared. Wow. Now, 
In this case, we have an interesting situation that you may remember from Scripture, where David and his men were in a cave, and Saul came in the cave, and I guess he slept there that night. And Uh David's men said, David, this is your chance. God has put Saul right in your hand. You can virtually kill him and take over the kingdom and have the kingdom that uh, has been promised to you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but David didn't do that. <laughs> but he did cut a piece off of Saul's right. robe, as you remember. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. <laughs> Very realistic. All right. The next point is steadfast, committed obedience to the already revealed will of God. And that's an important source of guidance. In Romans 12, 1 and 2, it tells us, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Another verse that relates to the subject I think I should share is 2 Corinthians 6.14. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? So so you're saying here if a person is too conformed to the world, then uh, it's going to be hard for them to uh, get guidance that comes from God. That's right. And the fifth point is our enlightened understanding as we study God's Word. Mm-hmm. And I give various verses for that. The next one is obedience to the direct commands of Scripture. And in 1 Samuel fifteen twenty-two, we read, And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. Now, this interesting one, this next one, number seven, judgment as to needs. And you say, Mr. Smith, where do you get anything like that in Scripture? That's right. (laughs) Well, when I was just a newly saved teenager, and I was attending the youth group at uh, Thoburn Methodist Church on uh, Sunday nights, since I went to a church named Thoburn Methodist, and when I visited an old bookstore in downtown Detroit, I found a biography about Thoburn, and Bishop Thoburn gives this as one of his points on the subject of guidance about judgment as to needs, and the scripture reference that's connected with that is Acts 15.36. And some days after Paul said unto Barnabas, let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. And then, of course, based on how they were doing, they would know how to further provide more ministry for their benefit. And that's uh-huh. an important thing for every single Sunday school teacher in the earshot of this program. Because people need to be encouraged, prayed for, visited, uh, taught, and so on, not just on Sunday morning. But at every opportunity, you have the opportunity to, to, to share the gospel and encourage their faith. 
Well, you're exactly right. Who was a Sunday school teacher. That's what I did back when you met me at Cass. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. You were there for us. Yep. <laughs> by faith and by bridle, and that's <laughs> Psalm thirty-two eight. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. In verse 9, Be ye not as the horse or as the mule, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held in with bit and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. Well, that's powerful stuff, Mr. Smith. It's literally saying that God will guide us. Man, that is some good stuff coming from the Word. That's right. Now, the next one is an interesting one, wise counsel. A lot of good verses on that. I'll just uh, read Proverbs at random, one of the references given here in my list. Proverbs 24, 6, For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war, and in the multitude of counselors there is safety. And there are many other verses, but they're given in my outline, as I said on the website. 11, The peace of God wrought by the Holy Spirit. Feelings are subjective, not objective, and may be mistaken, whether by misinformed conscience, a mistaken interpretation of Scripture, a misreading of apparently favorable circumstances, or counterfeited, affected by mood and temperament, and are based upon an experience-centered rather than a Bible or Christ-centered approach to the Christian life. Great caution must be exercised in evaluating any feeling of peace lest one be misled by false peace. You remember in one of the prophets it says, peace, peace, and there is no peace. Uh-huh. And that's Ezekiel 13.10, by the way, because even when they have seduced my people, saying peace, and there was no peace, and one built up a wall, and lo, the others daubed it with untempered mortar, and then the passage goes on. Uh, the next one, Point 12 is the voice of the church. Acts 13, 1 to 3. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene, and Manion, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. And as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, and that's as far as my text shows in a little pop-up box, but you recall that they chose Paul and Barnabas and sent them forth as missionaries. And that was the church that made that decision at that meeting then. Mm-hmm. Well, that's some good guidance that's coming. Uh, here, you know, you left us uh, with uh, Proverbs 24 and 6, which is really great. But I have a question. In Proverbs 24 and 6, which says, For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war, and in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. So when it says multitude of counselors, exactly what, what is that process describing for us? I really think that means that you need to consult more than one source of uh, advice. Okay. When you want confirmation or want guidance as to a decision you need to make, direction you need to go, uh, each person, if you, if you can find some really sound, experienced believers that are knowledgeable of in the Word and show by their life how they live and so on, that, you know, 
they're right with God, that it would be good to hear advice from older people, sometimes younger people, and and uh, see how it goes. Because you know, you're exactly right. Something no. that the rest of them missed that would be a very critical thing for you to know before you launch forward in a, and make a decision that you can't uh, reverse. Well, you're exactly right. You know, that's why uh, whenever I give guidance to people or counseling uh, and they want to, they say they wanted to see someone else, I say, that's no problem. Yeah. Talk to, you know, whoever you can that can shed light on the issue. Uh, but uh, nothing is wrong with getting, um, uh, you know, uh, another opinion or, in fact, could be just more wisdom to add to the wisdom you already have. Yep. Then... Another means of guidance is through chastening, and that's Hebrews twelve six. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. And that's, that's a very interesting passage there, Pastor Moss. And sometimes when God is chastening, people misinterpret what's going on and think that they're being punished. Uh-huh, right. In the sense, uh, but... There's a whole lot more to study in in that passage. Sometime look in the New Treasury. I think I put notes there that uh, delve into that some. Well, and another sure source of advice is pastors and elders. Uh-huh. And that's confirmed by Hebrews 13, 7 and 17. And the 15th item on this list about sources of uh, true guidance is parents. And there are a good number of verses there. I use Proverbs 12:15, Proverbs 13:10, First Corinthians 7:37 and 38, and Colossians 3:20. That last one simply says, "Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well pleasing unto the Lord." There's an interesting example of that where a person didn't obey their parents. When you consider an Old Testament uh, incident involving. Who's that guy, Pastor Moss, that was blinded, and at the end of his life he pulled the whole structure down and killed a whole bunch of people? Forget uh, Samson. Yeah. But his parents were very upset about who he was choosing to be his wife. Remember they said, can't you find one of the daughters of Israel rather than going, you know, to marry the heathen? Yeah. He said, well, I like this one. <laughs> I don't care how the person is or what their character is. I just, I like what I see. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and the last one on my little list here for this division of the subject, wife or husband? And uh, the first passage on that list is First Samuel nineteen eleven where we read, Saul also sent messengers unto David's house to watch him and to slay him in the morning. And Michael, David's wife, told him, saying, If thou save not thy life tonight, tomorrow thou shalt be slain. And it was good that David went ahead and paid attention to what his wife was telling him in that case. And the other verses are First Samuel twenty five thirty three, Matthew twenty seven nineteen, Ephesians five twenty three, twenty two and twenty three, First Peter three seven and eight, 
I'll read you that one. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Wow. Unto the wife is the weaker vessel. Yeah. Well, the, the way they order us around sometimes, Mr. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> well, believe it or not, sometimes our wives have great wisdom. Oh, don't, and, don't say that. My wife is sitting right here taking all that in. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so the next verse after that says, Finally, be all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love as brethren. Be pitiful. Be courteous. Reading, of course, all these verses in the King James Version. You'll find additional insight, by the way, for each of these verses if you make a study of them. And then I've shared a whole bunch of verses just now. And uh, if you read them in various translations, you'll get additional insight. Well, I tell you what, Mr. Smith, I would uh, recommend to anybody who's doing pastoral counseling or Christian counseling, they've got to do this. They need to have these verses that deal with the subject of guidance. Uh, because uh, that, that's the source of uh, our, our counseling process. So it is just great to have you here. Uh, people need to get their notepads when you start talking uh, about this, because definitely counseling is something that's needed today. And uh, if we're talking about biblical counseling, it, it comes from the Bible. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, so there's, that's part one of the outline. Maybe next time I can share part two. Well, we're ready for it, and hopefully uh, everyone who knows anyone who's in, uh, interested at all in uh, verses that you can use to help you in uh, Christian counseling, whether it be Sunday school or pastoral, um, uh, Mr. Smith's your man. Uh, he uh, is uh, going to be here with us on Thursday dealing with this, and needless to say, he's got a lot of different subjects to talk about, but he's going to be doing this. Thank you, Mr. Smith. Thank you for having me on, Pastor Moss. It's a privilege. All right. God bless you. We're going to take a break. And we'll be right back. Did you know that Big Lou can vaccinate your entire estate from the virus known as Uncle Sam? That's right. Big Lou and Term Provider have the only single-dose solution in town, a $1 million term life insurance policy. Yep, a $1 million term life insurance policy with no side effects. One call to Big Lou can lead to an entire estate vaccination that will provide 100% guaranteed protection against estate taxes and debt, even if you are a bit porky or have a splash of sugar diabetes. In fact, a 50-year-old male may qualify for half a million dollars of coverage for less than 100 bucks per month, a million for less than 200 per month. Call Big Lou at Term Provider to get the service and price you deserve with zero side effects. Call 800-555-2085 right now. 800-555-2085. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He follows the science too. Call 800-555-2085 or visit BigLou.com. Big Lou doesn't give tax advice. We all want a solid Christian education for our kids and grandchildren, but sometimes it's just too expensive, right? Faith Talk has partnered with Westside Christian Academy in Detroit to offer middle school students 50% off tuition at tuitionvouchers.com. Combining Christian teaching and academic excellence, Westside Christian Academy prepares students to be productive citizens and future leaders with a Christ-centered worldview. Set your child up for success by enrolling them for the 2021 school year at Westside Christian Academy at half off. They provide a family-friendly environment. Small class sizes perfect for 6th, 7th, and 8th grade students. Restrictions do apply, so read those carefully. Only a few tuition vouchers remain, so go to tuitionvouchers.com now or click on the tuition 
tuition vouchers tab at faithtalkdetroit.com. It's half-off tuition for Westside Christian Academy only at tuitionvouchers.com. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround or for a free, no-obligation digital audit, visit us at surrounddetroit.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk, with Pastor Emery Moss. Good to be with you, and uh, good to have had my good friend, Mr. Smith, on this program with us on Thursdays, uh, where he's giving us just invaluable knowledge concerning divine guidance, and here, not from a psychology textbook, but straight from the Word of God. Uh, so do remember that, Mr. Ford, to having him with us on Thursday. Right now, I'm going to get back to what I promised all of you. I'm going through the Bible. That's right, from Genesis to Revelation. However, on the way, you pick up a lot of stuff. We pick up systematic theology. We pick up hermeneutics, even biblical prophecy. A whole bunch of subjects will be discussed as we go through the Bible, chapter by chapter, book by book. And we're in Genesis chapter 2 right now. So call a neighbor and call a friend, because we're about to... Uh, start something, start a discussion that we won't finish until next time dealing with it, all right? But we are in the uh, uh, second chapter, uh, and we're at chapter 1, where it says, Thus the heavens and the earth, verse 1, Genesis chapter 2, verse 1, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them, right? And on the seventh day, here we go, and on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. Then verse 3, and God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Look at this. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. Then it says in verse 4, these are the generations of the heavens and of the earth, when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Stop right there. Because okay? our focus needs to be here okay, in Genesis chapter 2 and verse 3. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had, uh, in it he had rested from all his work which he had made. So we see here in Genesis that the seventh day, okay, what is called the Sabbath day, okay, we see it having its beginning right here, right, uh, in Scripture. So it's 
clear then uh, what the Old Testament is telling us concerning the Sabbath day. Okay? Now, there's more. There's more that we uh, uh, need to look at. All right? Because first we see it here. Uh, the rest, uh, the time of rest was on the Sabbath day. That's right. Uh, but then it comes up again uh, with uh, uh, when the Ten Commandments were put together uh, in uh, the, uh, the book of Exodus. So there we find out, that if we look there, the Sabbath day, uh, it shows its head again, right? Where, basically, uh, the fourth commandment, isn't it? Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Okay? Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. That is the command of God. Okay? Now, that's what we have in the Old Testament for sure. No doubt about it. question is, uh, is Sabbath-keeping mandatory for the New Testament? So that's what we're facing uh, as we uh, uh, look at this in Scripture. Okay? Uh, what does the New Testament say about it, right? Oh, it's clear in Exodus chapter 20, right? Exodus chapter 20, uh, at verse... Uh, in fact, let's pick up some of the other ones as we go. Okay? Exodus 20 and 1, And God spake all these words, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers uh, to the children and to the third and the fourth generation. Uh, and we uh, go on and read here. We'll be going over this later, so let's just focus on the key verse we need over here in Exodus chapter 20, verse 11. For in six days the Lord had made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested on the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the seventh day and hallowed it. Okay? That's what it says. Okay? He rested on the seventh day and hallowed it. It became a holy day. Okay? And no one was allowed to work on that particular day. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Okay? Now, that is what we find in the Old Testament, right? That is what we find in the Fourth Commandment. The question is, is that something that is required today? That's right. Is that something that is required for Christians to practice today? Must you keep the Sabbath day? Okay. Must you keep the Sabbath today? Which, by the way, isn't Sunday. That day is Saturday. Is that what the Word of God says? Now, understand me. I do not think that it's uh, uh, heretical for those who insist on a Sabbath day. But uh, need to tell you from the outset, I don't think that uh, any longer we are under the Sabbath day. Now, of course, if I say that, then that's something that I have to demonstrate from the Bible. Okay? And so that's what we're going to be doing in the uh, uh, brief time that we have left. No doubt we won't finish it, all right? But we do need to talk about it. Now, understand, it's not any day you worship on is fine with me. Okay? Uh, anyway, in fact, you should worship the Lord every day. But I'm here to say that I believe that the Bible tells us that the Sabbath day has been fulfilled by Christ. Now, let me go over the scriptures. I know there's some of you who don't agree with this at all. That's fine. Okay? Okay? That's fine. But at least let us see what the scriptures say about this. All right? Notice what was commanded on the Sabbath day. Right? On the Sabbath day, here in Exodus chapter 16, 
Verse 29, it says, See, for that the Lord hath given you the Sabbath. Therefore, he gives you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Okay? Okay? He, wanted to, he was so concerned with this Sabbath day being kept that he gave them the uh, food for two days for one day. Okay? So they wouldn't have to work on the Sabbath day, okay? the sixth day. Therefore, he gives you on the sixth day the, the bread of two days. Abide you every man in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. Now look at this. This says, let no man go out of his place on the Sabbath day. What does that mean? That means, back in the Old Testament in Exodus, that uh, on the Sabbath day, no one was allowed to leave their home. That's right. You couldn't travel on that day. Well, you say, well, did they go to a place of worship? No. No one was to leave his place. That meant home. You did not leave your home on the Sabbath day. You had to stay home. Um, in fact, uh, and then really, you couldn't go anywhere. And now we know that's true, and it got to be something that the, uh, uh, the Jews uh, had to accommodate themselves to, in fact, to change it. Okay? Uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 12. I should ask this as a question. It really can get you thinking, right? If we look at Acts chapter 1 and verse 12, I'm going to see what you guys do uh, with, with this. Somebody might call in. And, and take a stab at it. In Acts chapter 1, verse 12, it says, and we'll read into it, verse 11 and 12, where it says, Which also, you men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into heaven? Jesus was going into heaven. This same Jesus was take, taken up from you into heaven. And we'll pick this up when we come right back. This is Daryl Wood. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen premium my pillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a queen size premium go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code run to win you will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products including the giza dreams bed sheets the my pillow mattress topper and my pillow towel sets or call 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 and use the promo code run to win at checkout for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Ambulance companies in the United Kingdom are reporting an alarming surge in emergency calls due to women using DIY chemical abortion pills at home. The program began with the onset of the pandemic. The drug has some seriously nasty risks and side effects, and it's showing. One ambulance service saw their number of calls triple, and other companies reported significant increases. Members of Parliament are seeking to have the program stop. Concerns include severe complications, women using the drug beyond the legal limit, and fears for underage sexual abuse victims and women in abusive relationships. Polling shows an overwhelming majority of women and doctors are deeply concerned about the abuse of these abortion pills. And this is the program American feminists are trying to start here. Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. Thursday on Truth For Life. 
Alistair Begg highlights the importance of being a doer of God's Word, not just a listener. When the Word of God makes an impression, if it is not followed by an expression, then it leads inevitably to depression. Hearing plus doing equals blessing. Listen for more Thursday on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk, Detroit. Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500, Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, N1, have to dial 1 at the end of that to get on the uh, air with me, area code 866-423-9578, then push 1, and we're doing some Bible talking. I was uh, telling you about uh, the, uh, uh, we understand, okay? uh, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy, on that day, According to Exodus chapter 16, you could not even leave your home. You're supposed to stay home. Well, later on, the uh, Jews, let us say the Pharisees and Sadducees, uh, needed to extend that, okay, because it was kind of restrictive to them, okay? Uh, So they invented something. Let me show you what they invented. Over in Acts chapter 1 uh, and verse 11, where it says, which also you men, this is when Jesus uh, ascended into heaven, which also... Uh, said, you men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven, so shall come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Then verse 12, then returned they unto Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, or Olivet, which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey. A Sabbath day's journey. What is a Sabbath day's journey? That's my question. What is a Sabbath day's journey? What is that? Nothing in the Old Testament talks about a Sabbath day's journey. I'll tell you what it is. It was an invention that the Pharisees and the Sadducees came up with uh, because of the fact that they had to leave their homes sometimes. So they wanted to do it in such a way to make you think that you were still following the Sabbath day teachings when you were not. There's nothing in the Old Testament about a Sabbath day's journey. The the guideline was clear. You had to stay in your home. Now, uh, still there are those who insist, though, that they, you know, they want to keep the Sabbath day. Well, if you do, remember the real command was to stay in your home. Uh, uh, Right. In fact, everything, including even your meals, had to be prepared before the Sabbath. Had to be prepared before the Sabbath. And there was no such thing as journeying from your home. Once you get in your car and you turn it up and you start down the road, actually you'd be violating the Sabbath day as it was talked about in Exodus. That's just simply the truth. Now, what happens here is dealing with the Sabbath day, if a person, uh, I know that the uh, Seventh-day Adventists uh, honor this day, 
okay? The honor, the uh, Sabbath day, if that's you, fine, okay? You know, in other words, it's not like you're going to um, be judged for that. Why? There's a reason why you won't be judged for uh, keeping the Sabbath day, and there's also a reason why you won't be judged for violating the Old Testament Sabbath. Let me say that again, okay? Uh, you won't be judged for keeping the Sabbath day, nor will you be judged for not keeping it. How do I know that's true? Because the Bible says so. No doubt about it. Okay? And these are scriptures hard to handle for those who are locked into either of the views, but uh, just explain to me what the Bible means if this is not the case. Romans chapter 14, verse 1 to 6. Romans chapter 14, verse 1 to 6. Where, here is what Paul said, right? Uh, of course, an apostle, therefore a writer of New Testament scripture. Okay? He's writing the word of God to us. Here's what he says in Romans chapter 14, verse 1. Him that is weak in the faith, receive you but not to doubtful disputations. You don't have to, in other words, you've got to realize, we don't have to argue about everything in the faith. There's certain things we have to go to the wall for. Serious, serious stuff. But other than that, we want to be careful. Verse 2, For one believes that he may eat all things. Okay? Now remember, Paul says that because uh, there were dietary laws. Okay? Leviticus chapter 7, Leviticus 11, we'll look at these. Uh, uh, but now he says, for one believes that he may eat all things. Another who is weak eats herbs. Here's what he says about the dietary laws. And he talks about this somewhere else as well. Here in Romans 14.3, Let not him that eats despise him that eats not. And let not him which eateth not judge him that eats. For God hath received him. Wow. Okay. Notice this, verse 4. Who art thou that judges another man's servant? Okay. Here he comes. Get ready for this. To his own master he stands or falls. Yes, he shall be holding up, for God is able to make him stand. Then look at Romans chapter 14, verse 5. Okay? Romans chapter 14, verse 5. Now, understand, a person, uh, uh, a Pharisee, Pharisees would never talk like this. They never would. Okay? Uh, uh, and here we see uh, Paul who, of course, was in their group. He was in their group. But now he's saved and converted. He's a New Testament Christian now, okay? and an apostle, writing to the whole church. This is what he said. And we're going to tell you this right after the break. Stuck in an expensive timeshare contract and feel like there's no way out? I'm almost at $10,000 in four years. I've never traveled anywhere. They made this sound that it, this would be a really good deal that I could go anywhere anytime I wanted to that never worked out I'm Chuck McDowell CEO of Wesley Financial Group I've helped thousands of people get rid of their timeshares I know all the tricks because I'm embarrassed to say I once worked in the timeshare industry we've saved suffering timeshare owners millions in debt and maintenance fees when you're approved as a client I guarantee you a 100% success rate we'll get you out of your timeshare eliminate your payments and get them off of your back permanently. I honestly would recommend that you call Wesley Financial. They will help you. Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free information kit. If they can't get you out of your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Call 800-939-2525. 800-939-2525. That's 800-939-2525. 
The Michigan Renaissance Festival is offering an awesome half-off deal at gottahaveitnow.com. Available today, get a four-pack of tickets for only $50. Travel back in time to the 16th century, now through October 3rd. Enjoy 17 stages of exciting entertainment with full-contact live jousting. Throw axes with your friends. Savor a salted caramel apple float. Take in the Jubilation Celebration Parade. And end the day with shopping at more than 200 shops. All this and more awaits you at the Michigan Renaissance Festival in Holly. Buy this deal and save $50. Go to gotahaveitnow.com. Your place to buy gift certificates for shopping, dining, and activities around the metro area and Michigan. Engage in some medieval fun this week at the Michigan Renaissance Festival. Going on now through October 3rd. Rain or shine. Purchase your four-pack of tickets at gotahaveitnow.com for only $50. That's gotta, H-A-L-F, it, now.com. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Ambulance companies in the United Kingdom are reporting an alarming surge in emergency calls due to women using DIY chemical abortion pills at home. The program began with the onset of the pandemic. The drug has some seriously nasty risks and side effects, and it's showing. One ambulance service saw their number of calls triple, and other companies reported significant increases. Members of Parliament are seeking to have the program stop. Concerns include severe complications, women using the drug beyond the legal limit, and fears for underage sexual abuse victims and women in abusive relationships. Polling shows an overwhelming majority of women and doctors are deeply concerned about the abuse of these abortion pills. And this is the program American feminists are trying to start here. Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. All right, just great to be with everyone. I want you to know if you uh, enjoy this radio program, you can definitely continue to support it. We need your support to stay on the radio. You can send that support to uh, 05877, that's 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Now, here is why it is not necessary for Christians to keep the Sabbath day. I mean, because the Bible tells us that it doesn't have to be kept. Yeah. Notice here in Romans chapter 14, okay, uh, and verse 4, here's what Paul says. This is from Paul, okay, writing to Christians, okay, writing scripture. As an apostle, he's a scripture writer. says, Romans 14 and 4, Who art thou that judges another man's servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Yea, he shall be holden up, for God is able to make him stand. Then, look at verse 5. One man esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Listen to this. This is a man who formerly himself a Pharisee. Okay? One man esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Now, there's no way that the Word of God would say be persuaded in your own mind about a day of worship if it was still the Sabbath day, Saturday, okay? And that's exactly what he says. I know it's hard for those who are entrenched in this to see, but it's right there. Notice verse 6. He that regards the day regardeth it unto the Lord. 
and he that regards not the day to the Lord, he does not regard it. Then concerning dietary laws, he that eateth, eateth to the Lord, for he gives God thanks. And he that eats not to the Lord, he gives give it, he eateth not and give God thanks. So here, the dietary laws of the Old Testament and also the Sabbath day, okay? Now are things that are not required, okay? okay? Not required. Very clear from Paul's writing and actually starting uh, over in John, in the Gospel of John. In the very first chapter, we see that the New Testament has fulfilled the Old. And that means that things that were in the Old Testament uh, are not practiced anymore. Uh, and so all you've got to do is look at John chapter 1. John chapter 1, I'm racing to it here in my Bible. You know, I, I, I don't like using those electronic Bibles. Okay, Here, John chapter 1 uh, and verse 15. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. This is John chapter 1, verse 15. Uh, he that comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. Verse 16, John 1, 16. And of his fullness have all we received grace for grace. Here we go. Verse 17. For the law was given by Moses. For the law was given by Moses. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. That's what it says. That's what the text says. Okay? Okay? That the law was given by Moses, but Jesus Christ has fulfilled the law. He has. He's fulfilled the law. Okay? Does that mean we're lawless? Absolutely not. But we're not under the law of Moses. We're under the law of Christ. Is there a law of Christ? Yes. I would not give you any discussion unless it was biblically based. There is the law of Christ, and it supersedes the law of Moses. That's just the way it is, and that's something that I will demonstrate, okay? I will demonstrate next time as we continue to go through the book of Genesis, picking up a lot of theology on the way. Uh, but notice what I'm telling you is what the Bible says. So when we deal with this, Show me where I'm wrong. If you believe I'm wrong, show me what should I do with these passages, right? For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. That's exactly what it says, okay? The, the New Testament is a fulfillment of the Old Testament. And even the dietary laws are gone. I know you're talking to some, uh, what, the black Hebrew Israelites who want to keep us under dietary laws. They have been fulfilled as well. And all that will be shown to you as we continue our study through the Bible, okay? Not neglecting any of the uh, uh, issues that the Bible presents on the way. All right, so remember, this is a place to be. Also remember, our church is open Sunday, our 11 o'clock service from about 11 to 12.30. We are in service, 10709 Grand River. We encourage you to come. As I'm preaching about last-day Christians, last-day Christians were in prophetic times, what is it that last-day Christians need to know? We'll be talking about that and looking at that as well. Remember to send donations to P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. Uh, and this is Pastor Boss saying to all of you, keep reading your Bible. That's right. Keep reading your Bible. Uh, studying the Word of God, that's what it's all about. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. 
useful for doctrine, reproof, correction, and righteousness, that the man of God may be thoroughly furnished unto all good works. It is nothing that prepares you for living or for life like the Word of God. You need to be in it. You need to be studying it. You need to be in a good Bible study. We have a uh, prophecy class that you can be a part of every Tuesday from 11 till 1230. All you've got to do is log on to strictlybiblical.org, and you'll find out how to be a part of that class. We're studying uh, the book of Revelation. We're studying premillennialism, amillennialism, all those subjects that deal with the end times. We encourage you to come and be a part of that. Now, here on the, remember, on this program, WLQV, this radio station, we're going all through the Bible. So get on board, invite some others to go with you as we're going to be journeying through the whole Bible and in the book of uh, uh, Genesis. And we're showing you, also going to show you how, uh, the, uh, how the New Testament uh, helps to explain stuff in the Old Testament. Okay? That is our major hermeneutical approach, just to let you see that. Uh, and so how all the, all the Bible, uh, actually it interprets itself as you uh, add scripture to scripture in your analysis. And that's what we'll be doing here on uh, this particular program. So just to say to you, God, be God bless you. Keep reading your Bibles. Study, study, study. We'll see you next time. by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. The following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Get Fit to Quit, the modern no-nonsense system that's helping tobacco users kick the habit is available at gottahalfitnow.com. Alpha Lifestyle Center for Nicotine Addiction is offering $1,000 toward the Quit with Alpha program for $500 when purchased through this radio station. It's easier to follow a great plan than create one. For the most responsible, reliable, and exciting help to quit smoking, visit gottahalfitnow.com to register for the free online Quit with Alpha Masterclass and apply $1,000 toward the cost. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.